0: What happens on this podcast a lot, Phil, is that we'll predict something that happens and then not only will our podcast listeners forget about it three podcasts later or maybe even an hour later, we'll forget about it and we never are held accountable. That changes today. That changes now. We're going to make predictions for 2019 and then at the end of this year we're going to come back... And see how we did It's the
1: last podcast of the year We're going to go figure out how we did our predictions Yes Assuming this podcast is still going at the end of the year
0: (laughs) Hey, we're going to come up on one year in this spring That's right Right around the spring election We're going to have to have some kind of a bash I don't know Will there be beer involved? Uh, Or coffee Depends on if we schedule it before noon or not But today on Center Stage The Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast From the sensible center of Wisconsin politics We're going to inform you Long before any of these things happen, what's going to happen in 2019? How cool know, is that? We know. We're smart enough. We know exactly what's going to happen the coming year in Wisconsin politics and beyond. I'm Scott Mill for the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. on the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board. The better looking half.
1: into my crystal ball what do you got for your predictions i have a couple
0: in state politics tony evers is the governor right now Mm -hmm. and i think there's a few easy things we could predict like the state budget's gonna be late it's supposed to be done on july 1st it almost never is ever Um,
1: since they added air conditioning to the capitol building (laughs) it's never done on time
0: And uh, that was the thing
1: that that when they they wanted to add air conditioning, wasn't that one of the issues that they said, well, we always like to, you know, we always like to if you have air conditioning in the building, the budget will be late because it won't be it won't be uncomfortable for the lawmakers to hang around.
0: Yeah, I think there was a threat to turn it off at one point. Yeah. But what I'm going to predict is, of course, now this is divided government. We have we've had eight years of Republicans running the show down the state house. Now we're going to have a Republican legislature, Democratic governor. So, ooh, gridlock. uh, The budget will be late. You know, more than a month past July. But I'm predicting it will not be as late as it was the last time when when Voss and Fitz and the governor couldn't agree and it was more than 10 weeks late. And that was mostly over transportation issues. It was, which brings me to my second prediction a five cent. Gas tax increase a in the five, budget.
1: Okay, a five-cent gas tax increase. Is that going to be indexed for inflation, or is that going to just be one-time uh, increase?
0: I suppose if it was indexed, that might actually be more of a sustainable solution. You might be able to
1: get away with a three percent increase, three percent one-time increase if you
0: index it. No, I'm just going with a straight five cent. Five cent. Five cent gas tax increase. It doesn't bring in a giant amount of money, but it's something like 150 million dollars. And I'm going to predict a smaller increase that is indexed, because that would be all the right. smart decision. And,
1: I, and I, I think that Robin Voss and and uh, Scott Fitzgerald and Tony Evers are all smart people. They're not morons.
0: <laughs> well, they do seem to agree that it's time to do this. The gas tax has not been increased in more than a decade, neither has the registration. Unless you own a Prius, <laughs> 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 which half those of Madison evil does. Pri- those evil Prius uh, yeah. drivers. Yeah, then you're paying through the nose. But um, I think that's an easy place where they're going to come together and do something. I also think Tony Evers' first state of the state address will be even more boring than all of Scott Walker's were.
1: I I agree with that. Yeah, that that seems... That's a safe bet. That seems like a very safe bet.
0: One more on Evers. He will not get a fashion upgrade. Do you remember when Paul Ryan became? He only got his fashion upgrade. Uh, it, it was pretty minor, though, wasn't it? Well, he got his new glasses,
1: new gla- and, he, and he got a he got a he got a hairdo that is that is less uh, wispy and wild than it used to be.
0: Okay, see, I didn't really see, notice see, that. Kind
1: of, he, his hair kind of got slicked back. His hair used to go all over the place, and if you see some photographs of him like on the campaign oh. trail, you'll see his hair going every which, which direction. But it
0: wasn't just windy.
1: No, no, no! You're I just mean, saying now in, he's got product. Now that he's he, got, he's got, he's got somebody doing his doing it. his look. So he's already getting a fashion. He's already oh. gotten a fashion upgrade.
0: So I would be right that it's not going to happen, but I'm wrong in that it already happened. It's already happened. Oh, see, I didn't even notice it. That well, it was subtle. I remember but you're when, not
1: a cartoonist who studies this man's face <laughs> yeah, on a regular basis.
0: What I was thinking was when Paul Ryan became Speaker of the House, I thought there was a noticeable upgrade in his clothing. No, in his, he got
1: he had an upgrade for the presidential race for the when he became Vice President. That's oh, when his upgrade that's right. Happened. That's when he, he got, got the, a new haircut. He got his, his yeah. haircut
0: got cool and less goofy, right? And he got styled, and he became and he started wearing better threads on a consistent basis. Okay, you're right. That was back when he was running for VP. Yeah. Okay. God, I'm glad I got you here to fact check. I know. Cartoonist fact checking. Okay. We got. I got (laughs) got one more Tony Evers prediction,
1: actually. Go. Tony Evers will get censored by the Republican legislature for his boorish behavior and foul mouth. Holy (laughs) mackerel.
0: (laughs) A censure? A full censure? A full censure. Ah. Do they do that here? I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. Didn't they do that to the guy who was getting drunk all the time and they had a bail out for votes? That's right, yeah. And I think they did censure him or they, they thought about doing it. Well, one anyway. of our state's proud independents. <laughs> yeah. <unfortunately>. He's yeah. <laughs> like one of the few independents ever to serve in the legislature in modern times. He totally screws it up for us. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you very much. At least we've forgotten his name, and everybody's forgotten him.
1: So I've drawn lots of cartoons about him too. Actually, I don't remember his name. I just remember uh, I, I remember I, I had him as I intoxicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I have one more on Evers. <laughs> Which is, I suspect, weren't you just saying today that he had upset Madison? I think he's going to upset Madison Oh, some. he will, yeah, yeah. And you had said he, there was already some rumblings about he
1: Yeah, well, because he, he held his inauguration at the same place, the same corner of the Capitol where Scott Walker mm-hmm. had the last two years. And Scott Walker had moved it away from the bust of fighting Bob LaFollette. Yeah. Um, because he didn't like fighting Bob LaFollette. Yeah, uh, that proud Republican governor of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's and, the thing. And Tony Evers decided to do it in the same place that Scott Walker has as opposed to moving it back to in front of the bust of La Follette. And some liberals are pretty pissed off about that.
0: The implication being he's not returning our state to its progressive roots. He's sticking with Walker and he's going to be Republican light. Republican light, yeah. As Matt Flynn accused him of in the Democratic primary. Uh, but yes, you're right. Uh, the, the odd thing is fighting Bob La Follette was a Republican for most of his career, but other, that complicates things. Other
1: predictions. We know that the Solidarity Singers are singing, are still singing. For now. At the end of the
0: year, are they still going to be singing? God, I hope not. World, the world's longest encore? <laughs> I'm thinking no. I think they're going to peter out. I think they're going to peter out. Yeah, and I hope they don't listen to our podcast because you know they will not peter out if, if we said they would. As long as they can all get together for pitchers of beer afterwards, they're going to keep singing. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh, But back on Evers pissing off Madison occasionally because he's not going to be a Madison liberal. He's going to be a Plymouth moderate. I think he will allow another charter school that is outside the scope of the Madison School Board.
1: Oh, That sounds reasonable. Another evil charter
0: school would be open to the city of Madison. To try to do some new things for our schools. Yes. (laughs) Like Kaleem Care. But I guess I'm going back to remember when we had Tony Evers in for an endorsement meeting and we said, well, are you going to shut down Kaleem Care's charter school here in Madison because it's outside of the scope of the Madison School Board and Madison hates that. And he said, no, I gave him a grant. That's right. So I think he's a little more open on some of that stuff, and I think you'll see that he can agree with the Republican legislature on some of that. They, he won't go nearly as far as they want to, and he'll probably pull back from what they've done. But it'll still piss off Madison.
1: Do I have to use my sarcasm bell to, to say that I was being sarcastic when I said charter schools were evil?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do need a little ding. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're so straight with your sarcasm <laughs> that I'm the only one who gets it. All right, moving right along. I don't know anything about these two candidates for Supreme Court this spring. Yeah, But I think the Democratic-backed one will win because de- Democrats continue to be more fired up, in part because of that whole lame duck session thing. Yeah, And I'm guessing that by the time the spring election rolls around in April, the legislature will have passed something to piss off the liberals such that they'll— Re, they'll stay energized. Yeah. And I think with Trump in the White House, the Republicans aren't going to be as energized. And unfortunately, even though j- judicial elections are supposed to be nonpartisan and we're supposed to pick the most experienced, respected, independent judge, that's not how we do it. No, we don't do it that way. Most people just say, oh, well, who's a Republican? Who's a Democrat? Cha-ching, and they go that way. Yeah. So I think the Democratic Party. Favored one is going to win. That doesn't mean we will endorse that person. I do not know anything about them. I'm just saying that it feels like that momentum is still carrying forward this spring.
1: Yeah, I think as long as Trump's in the White House and doing dumb things, we're going to have a fired up uh, Democratic base. And I and I don't think that Tony Evers is going to do anything that's really going to fire up the right in the state. He doesn't seem like that. He doesn't seem. I mean, he might say some dumb things here and there, or do some silly stuff, but he's not going to do anything to the level of, you know, the lame duck session or
0: what Trump does, you know, before two A.M. on a on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And I don't I I don't know how this strategy is going to work, but it almost seems like he has a passive aggressive strategy where he's In Wisconsin we call that very aggressive. <laughs> but just he's not really picking fights, even when they started to take away uh, a small amount of his power, he wasn't really going after him. He was still kind of laying back. You know, he wants them sort of to be throwing the first punches and then he's going to be the grown up and we'll see how that works yeah. in the Trump era. It worked for the election. It did. Um, maybe he can get a lot of what he wants just by hanging back. That usually is not <laughs> how you do it, but it's a weird time. I
1: got one more statewide,
0: uh, uh, statewide prediction. Foxconn will not
1: add 13,000 jobs this year.
0: In other words, you agree with Trump, it will be way more than 13,000 jobs. It will be way
1: more than 15,000 jobs. (laughs) I'd love to see that be a successful project for that side of the state. I'm not optimistic that it will be.
0: Well, we're pouring so much money into it that it's hard to see that it won't have a positive economic impact over there.
1: Oh, I forgot. I have one more uh, statewide prediction. Scott Walker... We'll make a ton of money doing very little. <laughs> he's going to serve on like four boards and get really rich and run yeah. for office again in seven years.
0: He lost, I think, this election more than any other reason because of Donald Trump. And he's doubling down. Like he said, I'm going to be the number one spokesman for Donald Trump in his agenda in Wisconsin. It's like, really? So now that he's not governor, I don't know what's going on in that cabinet-induced
1: bald head of his anymore. You know? <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, but I do not think he'll run for governor again, even though that was uh, mentioned in the paper the other day. No, uh, I, I think he's got.
1: I think he got. He's got. He's got his eyes on Ron Johnson's Senate seat yeah. after Ron Johnson uh, retires. Uh, I had a couple citywide issues that. Let's we, go there. Let's, uh, let's so, go to the so city my per- of Madison. My first prediction:
0: Paul re reelection. Yeah, I got that one down too. I think that's going to happen. It just feels like a sleepy race. Granted, it's only January, and but the primaries next month we're going to whittle it down to
1: to two candidates, and I'm assuming it's going to be Paul Soglin and someone else. Yep. I don't. We, we don't have any polling on this yet, so I don't even know no. how people's names are are being recognized. Yeah, but I it, know in my neighborhood we see a lot of signs for Raj Shukla, but he lives in the neighborhood, so
0: I did see one of those on uh, over on uh, Buckeye on the east side. By the okay, way, okay, yeah. Cheeks and uh, Satya Rhodes-Conway, they've got a digital thing going in a big way. I'm getting lots of... Emails from
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. Mo keeps addressing me by my first name, which is kind of, you know, we're not that close, Mo. (laughs) When it comes down to it, it's going to be Paul Sogdon with all the experience and knowledge in the world up against somebody who is going to look like an amateur compared to him. There's a certain percentage of people in Madison who are pro-cop and worried about crime. Paul Soglin's going to get every single one of those votes because nobody's going to run to the right of Paul Soglin when it comes to supporting the police. Paul Soglin's also going to get a lot of liberal votes because he's a liberal
0: progressive and has a long history of doing those things. I.e., baby boomers. That's his wheelhouse, and they vote more than anybody. It does seem like he should win. Now, we'll know soon enough because when Chislevich knocked him off that one time... It was shocking when Chislevich was narrowly ahead of him in the primary. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody's right with him in the primary, then whoa. We, we all
1: got a race here. We got a
0: race here. I would expect him to be well ahead in the primary because the rest of the field is large and split. So, prediction related to Soglin. By the end of the year, the
1: city will have not have chosen a developer for the new part of JD, the JDS site. This Judge Doyle Square development, we're now looking for a new developer for the half the project. Yeah. And I guarantee you by the end of the year, that will not be sorted out yet. I do have one prediction for the city of Madison. Crime statistics will go down again. <laughs> and people will continue to freak out about how the city is going to hell.
0: Yeah, that seems to happen every year. Uh, We just had the news that there were fewer shootings this year, right? The city's going to hell, Scott. (laughs) This isn't the Madison where I grew up. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you're probably right about that. One more prediction that's related to the city, but also has national implications. Donald Trump will not get his wall... But the Dudgeon Monroe neighborhood will get a wall between it and Edgewood. That sounds High about school. right.
1: That sounds about right.
0: Because <laughs> we had the story this year where part of Edgewood's compromise is they'll put up some kind of barrier between the school and the neighborhood. And the whiny neighbors. And the whiny neighbors. It's going to be loud. To stop the sound. So. So, in other words... Build the wall. <laughs> build the wall. Maybe instead of no stadium, no new stadium signs, they will do build the wall signs. They could recycle those and put them up along Edgewood High School. That sounds good. Yeah. So, the near west side will get a wall, but Mexico will not. And not only that, Dutch and Monroe neighborhood will get the wall, and Edgewood High School will pay for Edgewood it. Edgewood High School will pay for it. Yeah. I think we'll still have cops in schools at the end of the year. I I guarantee you we will. Yeah.
1: We'll still have people whining about cops in schools at the end of the year? We
0: absolutely will. (laughs) Uh,
1: The lakes will stink this summer. They will. We probably will have more flooding,
0: but uh, hopefully not.
1: On the national scene, I have one major prediction for all the Russia stuff. Oh, okay. So I think Mueller's investigation will get a report sometime this year. Yeah. And they're not going to find anything they can actually criminally charge the president with. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be so – there's going to be so much dirty laundry and junk that the Democrats feel they need to impeach the president. OK. And they're going to try to impeach the president, and they're going to vote for it in the House, and there's no way the Senate's going to actually
0: vote to impeach the president. So we'll have a mess. No, no, so we will impeach him in the House, but the Senate won't convict? They won't convict in the Senate. OK. That's my prediction. All right. I'm th- I would only add a caveat of there probably will be some things in the report that conceivably he could be charged with, but they're not going to – Mueller's uh, – they're not going to go there because of this ambiguity about whether he can be charged while he's in office. Yeah. And then there will be that cloud of, well, will he be charged when he leaves? Uh, anything else? You know, on the national scene – I'm thinking at this time, so let's say the end of 2019, when we fact check this, I'm going to say Beto O'Rourke is leading the Democratic presidential primary field in the polls.
1: I would support that, and I'll bet you that Joe Biden
0: will have said, I'm not running. Here's my other national prediction. John Kasich will run for president, but not in the Republican primary because he'd get creamed.
1: He's going to run as an independent. Running
0: as in an independent just to siphon off some of the no-Trumpers and just to piss Trump off and to wound him in the general election. I think you're right. One unrelated prediction— The Milwaukee Brewers will win the World Series.
1: See, I had a similar prediction. <laughs> Let me
0: guess: Detroit Tigers defeat the Milwaukee Brewers in uh, Game Seven of the World Series. Please, at least we have a decent team. That you, you guys are still rebuilding, aren't you? That's that's when it's always the most exciting, though. I mean, uh, who thought the Brewers would do anything this year, right?
1: Who no, thought they we're supposed to have a decent team? Eh, maybe. Uh, I get another prediction for that because I have so much faith in the Packers. The Packers will go two and fourteen next year. No. They will beat the Bears. But they will beat the Bears twice, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> so it's still a successful it's still season. Still a successful season. <laughs> Any other predictions here? Any like cartoon-related predictions? Uh, I predict you will draw Tony Evers as some sort of monster, some sort of animal. And you've already drawn him as a little boy. That's too easy. How about and as a a, woman? And as a machine. (laughs) As a machine. (laughs) Evers
1: bought 2000.
0: Yeah. And I predict there will be at least two dozen letters to the editor that are drivers mad at bikers. And at least two dozen letters to the editor, which are bikers mad at drivers. And at least 300 letters
1: to the editor complaining about Edgewood. Or in support of Edgewood Stadium. (laughs)
0: To listen to past episodes of Center Stage with Milford and Hands, go to go.madison.com/centerstage. You can also find or follow us on your favorite podcasting app. Special thanks this week to Sought After Sounds, Tyra Komori, Fabiana L M, and Amish Rob for their sound effects.